Hello, and welcome to the Friday Night Author Roundtable. I'm your host, Chris Baker, and during the next half hour, we'll be speaking with several very talented authors about their newly released books, what their inspiration was for creating their unique stories, and why it would be a great book to read and share with your friends and family. We're all looking for that happily ever after, but sometimes that path leads to heartbreak and rejection. And I think this next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable is going to lead to uh, hope and inspiration for those searching for that happily ever after. The book is called Rejected to Accepted, Learning to Love Myself After Adversity by author Lysandra Barnes from Christian Faith Publishing. Lysandra, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Now tell everybody uh, a little about your story. So in Rejected to Accepted, it explores the personal struggles and triumphs that I faced while embarking on my journey of self-discovery. And it also talks about how I overcame different obstacles like fatherlessness, domestic violence, um, rejection, and learning to love myself and embracing God's fatherly love in the process. Now, what inspired you to, to take your experiences and what you'd gone through and put it into a book and, and share? Because I got to imagine it had to be pretty personal to, to share some of the things you do in this book. And, and was that difficult? And, and what made you decide to do this? Well, as a youth pastor and also a life coach, I encounter women all the time who ask different questions about how you know to love themselves and how to build their relationship with Christ and how to overcome personal stories and issues. And so I always use my story as a way to guide those conversations. And so as I've done it so many times, I said, well, why not go ahead and give this to the public to now embrace and not only just those who I'm having those one-on-one encounters with. And I have to imagine as a, as a target audience, this is really something that anybody who's, who's gone through rejection is going to be able to, to gain something from on, on one level or another. Is that kind of what you had in mind? Absolutely. Um, I think this is some. This kind of a tough topic to talk about, but it's something that everybody needs to know. And it's not just for women, it's for everyone. And it's letting them know that God is there to glue the pieces of their shattered heart back together with the glue of His love. And just to know that someone's there to love them and, and care for them and be there for them, it's always empowering. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to be able to, to get this book out there and to be able to share this with people? It was actually amazing. I had a great team working with me. They did everything to my level of expectation and exceeded that. Um, it was a pretty long process, not in a bad way, but to make sure everything was perfect. And I'm really proud to have worked with them, and I'm sharing them with everyone that I know. Now, do you have anything uh, new you're working on or, or planning on writing in the future? Absolutely. I'm actually working on my dissertation right now, and I plan to turn that into a book. And my current topic is the effects father wounds have on Black Christian women's personal identity and perception of God as Father. So once I finish that, I'm going to go ahead and put that out as well. Well, Excellent. Well, we can't wait for more from you down the road. Now, this book, uh, Rejected to Accepted, uh, when people read this uh, at the end of the day, what do you hope is the most important thing that they uh, take away from, from this book and your experiences? That they can find the love that they're looking for and that God is able to heal them that they can let go of the past, they can create healthy patterns for future relationships, they can learn to love themselves fully and become the person that God has called them to be. Well, that is a powerful message that we all, at one point or another in our lives, need to hear, and I think uh, they're going to find that uh, message and so much more in this book. The book is called Rejected to Accepted, Learning to Love Myself After Adversity by author Lysandra Barnes from Christian Faith Publishing. You can get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, the brick-and-mortar 
hardware stores. Those are just a handful of the locations. And Lissandra, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Of course, one of my fondest memories growing up was uh, having my mom and dad read me stories, especially before bedtime. And and this next book of the Friday Night Author Roundtable, I think, is a, a book I would have loved. The book is called The Ghost of Canyon Camp, a Four Cousins Mystery, book one by author Margaret Kriftenia from Christian Faith Publishing. Margaret, thank you for being on the show. Well, thank you. Now, tell everybody uh, about this story you've written. Well, you know, uh, it started actually many years ago, several years ago, when our children were little, our grandchildren, and I love to tell them stories. And I've always loved the Hardy Boys and the uh, Nancy Drew Mysteries. So three years ago, um, my husband and I went to Yellowstone National Park, and we absolutely loved it. And I was in the middle of, again, telling our grandchildren stories and I had gotten to the point of writing them down and my son said you know mom you need to get these published so I sent them out never expecting anything and God is good and uh, Christian Faith Publishing picked it up so the first book is Yellowstone Uh, we absolutely loved it and I saw the possibilities of using our four grandchildren as the major characters in the book in a mystery of um, you know camping and seeing a mysterious figure and being trapped in a cave and finding the ghost of Canyon Camp and and uh, all these stories always end with them helping someone. They The cousins show love and kindness as well as experiencing all the mystery and adventure. What age range uh, do you have this book geared towards? Well, these books are written for ages 8 to 12. But I can imagine this is probably... Uh... Something that uh, even maybe maybe younger kids, if parents are reading into them, they oh, might yeah. enjoy as well. Oh, yes. What I try and do is I, I like to teach them through the stories. Like for the older children in, in the book, I do put in factual information concerning the geysers in Yellowstone National Park and the animals. But the and for the younger children, though, the adventure and the cousins talking back and forth to each other and, you know, all the little scrapes they get into and, you know, the little thoughts they come come up with the ideas that don't quite work out. And uh, then mom and dad end up saving them and they end up saving someone else and helping them. So yeah, um, for younger children to have other parents read to them, it would be great. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to, to be able to see this book come to life on the page and to be able to have this to share? You know, they are absolutely excellent. Uh, we were very, very pleased. I know my son usually takes my books before I send them in and he'll go through and edit. And um, so he actually looks them up online. He says, you know, they have a five-star and A rating, and they're responsive, they're helpful, everything is done on time, uh, they're very professional, and they give you packets of information on how to promote your books, and I couldn't be more pleased. I, I'm just thrilled to be able to you know, have them publish my book. Now, what can we expect from book two? Well, book two is in publication right now. It's called The Haunted Lighthouse, and the setting is set in Sanibel Island, Florida, where we vacation every April. We've been doing that since 1978. So the lighthouse on Sanibel Island has a history, a pirate history. And so the children, again, uh, get into some scrapes with some modern-day pirates. Oh, wow, that sounds like fun. Now, now this book, The Ghost of Canyon Camp, when kids read this, what do you hope is the most uh, important thing that they learn from this book? What's the most important message of this book? Well, besides uh, the adventure and the mystery and the fun, I want them to learn to trust in God. There is a mention of God in the book, and they pray to God when they're in trouble. They say their grace before meals, and they show love and kindness to others. And so every single one of these books 
they help someone. Well, I tell you what, uh, like I said, when I was growing up, uh, this was the perfect book for me, a little mystery, a great message, mm-hmm. and I think uh, a lot of kids are going to enjoy this. Uh, the book is called The Ghost of Canyon Camp, a Four Cousins Mystery, book one, by author Margaret Krivchenia from Christian Faith Publishing. Get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores, just a handful of the locations. And Margaret, thank you for being on the show. Well, thank you very much for having me. Have you ever felt a, a void in your life and emptiness? Well, there's only one real thing that can fill that. And this next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable discusses that. The book is called Life's Missing Link by author Benjamin Fred Hedges from Christian Faith Publishing. Fred, thank you for being on the show. Yes, Chris. Now tell everybody uh, about your book. Chris, people today are searching for answers to people's many problems. They're searching for high and low for what they believe and will bring them happiness only to find that their temporal satisfaction leaves them striving for the next desires that comes along, never finding the true truth and joy that they are looking for. Life's Missing Link points to the answer. This powerful book is filled with great stories and examples that will point them to the direction of achieving true joy and fulfillment in their lives. Now, who do you uh, look at as your target reader for this book? I think that everyone can gain wisdom from this book. God loves each one of us and has a plan for our life. The Bible says in Jeremiah 29:11, "For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. God loves us and desires the best for our life. However, we also have an enemy, and he has plans for our life too. This enemy wants to kill, steal, and destroy our life, and we need to understand what is going on spiritually so that we can be alert and sober-minded, watching out for the schemes of the devil who prowl around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. The devil wants to devour our lives and keep us from the joys of having a relationship with God. Our free will allows us to follow our own desires, which would ultimately lead to destruction or to follow God's plan, which would lead to the abundant life in heaven as well as a more personal life here on earth. Now, did any of your own personal life experiences influence the writing of this book? I have been so much, I've seen so much in my lifetime. I'm currently 94 years old, and I've been seeing the hate in World War II, as well as the hopelessness of the Great Depression. And one thing that helped me through all of these hard times is the missing link, and I'm so glad that I can share this with others in the book. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to to get this book published and, and share it? Working with Christian Faith Publishing has been a great process. They have been very helpful. I'm so glad that this truth of the missing link can reach so many people all over the world, and they can be impacted by it. All of this is possible because of Christian Faith Publishing. Now, when people read Life's Missing Link, what do you hope is the most important message they get from this book? My desire for this book is to give hope to the reader, to direct their eyes to something much bigger than themselves. When they do that, God lives through them and can make them victorious, not only in eternity, 
while they live here on Earth. This is a, a spectacular book that I think people are going to gain so much from and be blessed for reading it. The book is called Life's Missing Link by author Benjamin Fred Hedges from Christian Faith Publishing. Pick up your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. And Fred, thank you for being on the show. Thank you very much. You hear so many horror stories of man's inhumanity towards man, and it's sometimes scary and sad to hear. And I think we've got uh, one of those stories here on the Friday Night Author Roundtable. The book is called Scars of a Nation by author Peter Mbuthia from Christian Faith Publishing. Peter, thank you for being on the show. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Now tell everybody a, a bit about your story. My story starts in 2007 in Kenya when we had a presidential election, when uh, the results of the presidential election were announced, the losers went on the rampage and they disputed the election because they claimed the election was rigged. And so supporters went on the protest and my family, because we were supporting uh, the candidate who had won, were target of that violence. So we had to run into a church and hide from uh, the attackers. So these attackers came and they locked everybody inside the church. We are about 500 people inside. And when they put the church on fire, 36 people died. And my son survived, but he survived with very severe burns. And so for the next five years, he had been in hospital in Kenya, both in Kenya and here in the United States in uh, Shriners Hospital. So after that, investigations were done and some highly placed politicians were indicted by the International Criminal Court. I became a witness, and then my life was threatened. So I had to run away and take refuge here in the United States. So the story really is telling about the background also of the, before the violence. There was a lot of hate against communities. There was a lot of discrimination. There was a lot of division. And so I'm calling upon uh, the, the readers to be careful and watch out for all the environments can bring that can bring about division. When you read, you'll understand that uh, the world currently is going through a lot of uh, turmoil, and it's only fair that people read stories and see the consequences of division and hate and bigotry. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to be able to to tell your story and to, to share this message? It was awesome. It was awesome. So they took me through the whole process of publishing so uh, well. And my editor really did a good job, and I liked that. And they gave me the leeway to tell my story and ensured that I told it the way I wanted it told. Now, is this something you'd like to do again? Do you have any uh, any books uh, lined up for the future? Yes. After this, um, thinking of uh, doing a book, my son is ready to do his book and tell his story because he has been in hospital for five years going for surgeries in and out, and my family was separated for five years because my wife and my son had to come to the U.S., treatment at Shriners Hospital here in Sacramento, and then we were left in Kenya. So we went through a very troubled time. Uh, we were traumatized. We didn't even have somebody to come and uh, help us get out of the trauma. We just did it on our own. But eventually, we learned to forgive and moved on and really helped us because now we are a family. We are joined here together in the U.S. Now, when people read this book, what do you hope is the most important thing they learn from from your story and your son's story? It helps to listen to people. When people are speaking, listen carefully, hear their grievances, it is important for people to come together and talk about them with a lot of love. Uh, it doesn't have to talk against each other. It doesn't help 
uh, to cause division. People, even though we are Christians and we are called to love, we are supposed also to participate in the political process and shape the destiny of our country. We don't have to leave it to politicians who are the people who spew hate against others. Uh, most of the politicians in Kenya are the ones who really triggered because they would uh, talk about all these against other communities. Like, I come from a community who have had a president for three times, and they perceive that as a privilege. So other communities felt that we have been privileged, and they, when they were attacking us, they thought, oh, it's because you guys think you're, you know, the big guys. So there's, there's no question of big guy or small guy. It's really a question of we are all human beings. I tell you what, that is a, a message that in this day and age, and 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 the political climate not here, not just here in the United States, but all over the world, uh, it's a message that we all need to hear and all need to take stock in. The book is called Scars of a Nation by author Peter Mubuthia from Christian Faith Publishing. Get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. Those are just a, a few of the locations. And Peter, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. God bless you. This next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, I think is going to be an excellent testament to, to God's love, grace, mercy, and faithfulness. The book is called Is God Enough? For such a time as this, a journey from the darkness of homosexuality into the light of God's truth by author Margaret Craig from Christian Faith Publishing. Margaret, thank you for being on the show. Oh, it's a pleasure to be with you, Chris. Now tell everybody a a bit about your story. I spent 20 years in a homosexual lifestyle, and that journey, how God revealed His truth and His forgiveness, His healing, and His transformation of my life. Now, what inspired you to to take what you had gone through and what you had experienced and and share that in a book? Because I got to imagine it had to be pretty personal to to do that and maybe maybe difficult at times. But what what started that? I think part of it was it was back in the 60s that I was introduced to it. So and it wasn't talked about back then. So I didn't know if it was right or wrong or or what. But I wish there was a me or somebody I could have talked to to field some questions and and the answers and how did you come with that answers and what does the scripture say? So um and then the lies that are out there. People are being deceived. So I was prompted by God to sit down and, and speak the truth in love and that's what I did. Now if you're looking at a target audience, who's the who's the reader that you really want to see this book get into the hands of? Probably the church, first and foremost, um, because they're not taking a strong stance on it. Or they do and then they go back and change. Um, we need to get back to God's word. So probably the church and the followers of Christ that have loved ones in that lifestyle, you know, what do we do? How do we love them? What do we what do we do? What do we don't do? And people that are stuck in that lifestyle that really aren't sure and unhappy that there is a way out, and it's through Christ Jesus. Now, how was it for you working with Christian Faith Publishing to be able to to have this book in your hand and to be able to share your your story? Oh, (laughs) it was totally amazing because, first of all, I was not a reader. I hated to read in school. So to sit down and write a book, the Christian Faith was so great. They they walked me through each step, and it seemed like God was each step right in front of me and took care of all the uncertainties, and he just took it and ran with it. Now, is this something you might like to do again, maybe another book uh, coming up, or do you have anything you're working um, on? <laughs> I'm still I'm still overwhelmed with this one. <laughs> um if, if if God so intends, I will absolutely follow his leading because this could not have been done without him, for sure. 
Well, this book is God enough for such a time as this. When people do read this, what do you hope is the most important message uh, they gain from reading about your your story and your experience? That God cares about everybody. We all want to be, um, I'm going to cry, loved and accepted, and first and foremost, by God himself. And he does. He reaches everybody where they're at. It, you don't have to clean yourself up or, or do anything before you come to him. That's what I hope that they see, and that his truth, it's his truth that matters, and he will help and guide you through that truth. Well, that's a powerful message that uh, I think uh, we all need to hear, and I think they're going to find that in this book. The book is called, Is God Enough for Such a Time as This? A Journey from the Darkness of Homosexuality into the Light of God's Truth by author Margaret Craig from Christian Faith Publishing. Pick up your copy today. You can do that at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, just a few of the online sources as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. And Margaret, thank you so much for being on the show. Wow, thank you, Chris. It was a privilege and an honor to be with you. This next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, a wonderful book about the the power and the authority that the body of Christ have uh, through our Lord Jesus Christ. The book is called Sentenced to Death by author Nora Wheeler from Christian Faith Publishing. Nora, thank you for being on the show. Thank you very much for having me. Now tell everybody a a little bit about your book. Well, I got uh, in prison. I went to wrongly convicted by the state of Michigan. And I was broken, and I went there, and when I did, I met Jesus, because I was a broken vessel, and uh, I was tired of seeing pain and hurt and uh, death around me, and I said, God, if there is a God, save us, and I wanted God to help me save humanity. It wasn't all about me. It was about the whole body of Christ, and uh, when I did, and I stood in that prison, and I said, God, I don't know how, but use me, use me like Isaiah. I'll do it. I'll go, and let me tell you, when I took that vow, I have been on a journey with Jesus, and um, I wrote that book, and I knew that I had authority. I uh, wrote it eight years ago, and uh, here, eight years later, God brings it to pass. So it's just really amazing that um, I don't compromise the Bible when it came alive to me. And uh, I wrote 13 books in prison, and they're all about God. It's Jesus Christ. They're not my books. They're His. Oh, it's uh, for knowledge for the church to know that we have the authority, and uh, I'm coming from my daddy's things. Now, how was it for you uh, as a, an author working with Christian Faith Publishing to be able to to see this book, uh, you know, come to life on the page and to be able to share this message? Oh, they were amazing. You know, they were so patient with me because I didn't really have the money to, to publish it at first. And, you know, and it was two years went by and we kept getting in contact and they kept working with me. And then one day I just said, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to do this because I was raising two grandkids. And, um, you know, and I said, I have no money. I'm working two jobs. I said, how am I going to get these books out? I can't go backwards. I didn't want to go backwards. And I hit the lottery. God let me hit the lottery on the 24th of December. He gave me a miracle, and I gave God 10%, and I spent... 10% 10% of that money on that one book, and that's how I got through with Christian Face Publishing. And um, they were just amazing. They did the artwork. was amazing how the I had a vision for that. God told me to put that on the book. And um, Christian Face Publishing was just amazing working with me and letting me keep my original designs and stuff. Now, you said you've got uh, several other books you've written. Uh, what can we expect uh, coming down the road from you? What, what, what do you have uh, on 
on tap for, for the well, next book? My next book is um, called uh, Change of the Lord, and it has picture illustrations with the women in the Bible. I had the most amazing story how I went to prison, and God had sent me. He went two years ahead of me before I went to prison because all the pictures I have, a book that God wrote with me, it's 1,076 pages. It's called The Kingdom, The Way, The Truth, and The Life. And all these amazing books that God has given me, I, uh, he told me to go with the last book first because you know God is about the end and the beginning because we have to end something to begin something new. And sentence to death is calling off the spirit because I'm a mover and I'm a gatherer. And pretty soon now, once I show the body of Christ how to move the spirit of the evil off the earth, I can introduce Jesus with my other book. Oh, excellent. Well, we can't wait for more from you down the road. Now, this book, Sentence to Death, when people read this, what do you hope is the most important message they get from your book? The power of the authority, the power to move. We have the power to move because what lingers here on earth is not natural to our natural nature. And the body of Christ needs to know that God is serious and that this book is a, a book of authority to show you how to move that mountain that he gave us the power to move. Well, I think this is a a wonderful book and a wonderful message that I think everyone uh, needs to hear. The book is called Sentenced to Death by author Nora Wheeler from Christian Faith Publishing. I encourage everyone to pick up your copy today. Amazon.com, Barnes Noble, iTunes, online, the brick-and-mortar stores. Those are just a handful of the locations. And Nora, thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining us for the Friday Night Author Roundtable. We'll be back next week with another great group of talented authors to discuss their books, their process, and their accomplishments. Have a great weekend, everyone.